up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another show, man. Thursday, Thursday edition of NBA show from Bay USTV. We're here Monday through Friday, breaking guys off with our NBA bets, guys. I'm your host, Jay Money. We got our guy, Josh, with as well, a.k.a. Punt. We got our guy, Ski Prophet, as well. Ski, my brother, how you doing over there? Everything cool with you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. NBA's been treating me nicely. I've had winning days, 12 of the last 14, so I try to keep that going here with you guys. My record is starting to get a little bit better here on the show. I see we're over 500. So let's try to keep moving in that direction. Exactly. Let's keep training up. As long as we're over 500, we're good, man. Uh, what's up with you, Josh? You've been the main one helping us keep the record alive. Point. Everything cool with you, my guy? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. It's uh, it's getting messy in the NBA, though. It's it's getting hard to actually find any value out there on the board. And I think we'll see that today. There's a lot of games out there, but there is a very large number of them that I think uh, you should try and stay away from if possible because – like I said, uh, I don't think we know enough just yet about what's going to happen with a lot of these games by tip-off. Now, that's a fact right there. Anything can change, right? Things have been – the lines shooting up overnight, um, all that good stuff. And you never, never know if some big key guys get ruled out right before the game. Not a ton of motivation for everybody, but we will break down our games. We'll get to some questions as well, guys. Um, put those questions in the chat. But let's uh, take a look at our best bet record here for the season in this one, guys. Sitting at a total of 780 plays. Man, man, hold on now. We 17 games over 500 now. You dig what I'm saying? But 780 total plays, guys. 393 wins, 376 losses, 11 uh, pushes as well, guys. Like I said, 17 games over 500. Love to see that, my guys. Let's keep that going here today, man. Let's go ahead and uh, get over to the first game. A lot to talk about here today. Um, let's go over here to the first game up here. We're going to the streets. Not San Antonio. This game is in Austin, um, Texas, guys. So this is a couple of neutral sites games for the next few games for the Spurs. Spurs land four points at the house versus the Portland Trailblazers here. Uh, getting back plus four on the road in this one. If you would like to go the money line route, the Spurs are laying minus 180 on the money line in this game, or you can get back plus 155 with the Portland Trailblazers in this one. Over and under, sitting at 227 and a half in this one, Josh. You have official play for us on this game, my brother. What do you like here? Yeah, I took the Spurs in this one. I got them yesterday. I got them at minus two and a half, I think it was. Uh, obviously, it's shot up a little bit now, closer to fair price, but... Just looking at that Portland team, I mean, I don't even know who's going to take the floor for them. We already know the starters are out. Now almost the entire bench is questionable or doubtful. Matisse Thybul, Trendon Waters, uh, Shaden Sharp's questionable. I, I don't know who's going to take the floor for this team. Uh, whereas for San Antonio, I think the important thing to remember with some of these tanking teams, especially like the Spurs, they're locked into that top three spot. They don't care if they win a few games here and there. Exactly. You know, they have nothing to, to lose in that regard. Whereas for Portland... Losing is pretty important for that lottery, uh, for those lottery odds, because there's about four teams around them: Indiana, Washington, Orlando, all within a game of each other. And uh, you know, slipping further down that chart can have a drastic effect on exactly what lottery odds you get. Uh, not just for obviously the number one pick, but for a top three or even top five pick, which is obviously very important in a draft like this. So. It's fair to say that the Spurs are probably going to be the only team interested in winning this game. Uh, you know, they, we've seen over the last couple of weeks as well, they've won some games uh, just from, you know, executing at a pretty decent level at both ends of the floor. That player development coming along nice, which is what you expect from a Greg Popovich team anyway. Uh, and obviously the Blazers just going the other way around, bottoming, bottoming out in the worst way possible. And as it turns out, I think the lineup that they throw out there tonight is probably going to be the worst lineup you'll see in the NBA for some time. So... Give me the Spurs here at home. Uh, even at the current price, like I said, the market edge is probably gone, but they really should be winning this by more than two possessions against a team that uh, there's a good chance most people aren't going to be able to recognize most of the starting five, let alone the rest of that rotation. 
Yeah, and to, to to your point, Josh, when you see Shaden Sharp up on the injury report, he's been the one guy, even with them resting everybody, he's been going off. So it's like, and they had to sit him in the fourth quarter of the last game because they had a five point lead versus the Grizz and And trust me, Josh, I see it. And so it's like, uh, Shaden, Shaden Sharp, hold on, you're giving us a chance to win? Oh, no, I got to drop a dime on Nedsky. You know what I'm talking about? I got to drop a dime. Now you got to get up out of here, man. So um, I don't expect Shaden Sharp. This line could, uh, could continue to go up as well. Uh, Kellen Johnson could possibly play here. I mean, he probably won't, but. Uh, but still, I can only look towards the Spurs in this game. Personally, I do think that Popovich might uh, might be really close to retirement, so the Spurs might want one last win for old Pop over there. See what I'm saying? And this one is in Austin as well. So um, I do feel like the Spurs get the job done here tonight, Josh. Um, I didn't want to take the worst line with them, but if I had one top play today, it would be the San Antonio Spurs in this one, Ski. How are you looking at this game? I know it's the battle of the tankathon, but like Josh alluded to, the Spurs are already solidified, and uh, they tank so much, so now they can actually get to win, whereas the Blazers, they've basically shown they do not want to win a game for the rest of the season here, Ski. Yeah, this is definitely a bum fight, and you know, it's really tough for me to lay points with either team. You know, who wants to lose? Who wants to lose less, I guess? <laughs> you got to think about this game, and if you guys are thinking about it, then you've already you know, talked it out. I guess personally, I don't feel comfortable laying with either one of these teams. I would look at this game and just, you know, want to take whoever is the underdog, but you guys gave some reasons. I know the Spurs are 2-0 and as a favorite. Both of them have been at home. Those are the only times they've been a favorite all season long. So maybe just a favorite for a reason here tonight. As far as the total, I know you're missing a lot of offense for both of these teams, but they're both really poor defensively. So uh, it's a situation where I don't feel comfortable expecting them to play defense. I'd have to play the over or um, I'll play the over and I'll leave the side for you guys. Yeah, and our guy Vincent Hawkins in the chat liking this over as well. He says, book it there. So it sounds like my guy got a lock on the over in this one. I can only look towards the Spurs in this game. I agree with this line moving up from two, two and a half up to four um, in this one. And like I say, maybe Kilda Justin comes in. If you do see Warford and Shaden Sharp ruled out, um, and I believe Cam Reddish as well, if those guys are ruled out, this line will only go up even more. It might be closed at six in this one. So I know me personally, I can only look towards the Spurs. I agree to my guy Josh here, rocking with the Spurs official, minus the four in this one guys uh let's let's head over here to the streets of utah in this one guys really intriguing game here today for a lot of reasons we do have the utah jazz at the house here getting seven points at the house versus the oklahoma city thunder in this one land seven points on the road if you would like to go the money line route the thunder are land minus 270 on the money line in this one or you can get back plus 220 with the utah jazz this is a home underdog in this one over and under sitting at 239 and a half in this one uh josh the, uh, the jazz weirdly enough have been the best uh home underdog team in the NBA. They're 11-3 and three against the spread as home underdogs for whatever reason. Um, this is their role. Isn't it pretty crazy that Colin Sexton missed 20 games? He came back for one game versus the LA Lakers, and then it, now he's out again. I just feel like that's the craziest thing ever, but what do you think happens in this one, Josh? Um, I hadn't seen to find anybody that likes the Jazz or even think they have a shot to get it done tonight, Josh. What do you think? Is this an easy smack city spot for the Thunder here? Yeah, it, it's definitely not. It, it's it's one of those games where I think we're kind of overvaluing the Thunder now based on what they did about a month ago. But if you've watched them the last week, week and a half, this is not the same Thunder team. Um, they're not playing at the same level. They're not executing in the same manner at both ends of the court. Whereas for Utah, even with all those outs, I mean, we just see them every single game. Will Hardy manages to get these guys to show up, to put an honest effort forward. And if they do that, I mean, this is a lot of points for the Thunder to be covering on the road in a tough environment. Oh. So 
ultimately, I would only lean the Jazz here. I haven't played it. Uh, if this number keeps going up, it's only going to tempt me more, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but like I said, I think Utah, I mean, you said it yourself, that they've been the best home underdog ATS team in the league this season. But I still think that they are probably being a little bit undervalued in terms of the, you know, the value of replacement players and the guys that they have out, whereas the reality is uh, you know, they still manage to play at a very high level. It doesn't matter who takes the floor for them. So I, I would only lean Jazz in this spot, but uh, I haven't pulled the trigger there. I'm not sure I'll get involved in this one. But uh, I would recommend at the very least, if you're going to play this game, don't be laying the seven points with the Thunder. That's a lot for a team that's not in particularly great form and is in a tough environment. Yeah, I know the Thunder are where everyone's ATS darlings for the whole season, but um, if you've been back in the team lately, they're 0-8 against the spread. They have not covered the spread in their last eight games, as crazy as, as much that sounds. I don't even know if people are looking at that. I think they're just like, oh, no, Thunder here, Jazz are ass, which they are, but uh, Thunder need to win this game, all the good stuff, Ski. How are we looking at this one? You are, Ski, you're the only person, in all honesty, you're the only person that I've seen on the Jazz. I like your style as well, Ski. What are we doing in this one? <laughs> like your style. So ugly. We gotta find a, we gotta find an ugly winner for today, and I think this is the one that we have. I like a couple things that Josh said. I think the Thunder are overvalued, right? They're laying seven points here. I mean, they're one and six as a road favorite. They don't even have a winning record on the road. They're fifteen and twenty-five straight up. Now we expect them to win by this big of a margin, and the reason is, like you said, Jay, uh, they have to win, right, to make the playoffs. But who says they're gonna make the playoffs? I don't think that's what the script. Um, has going has going on for tonight. So, I think the whistles will go in the favor of Utah. Um, I like also what Josh said as far as I mean, all season long, it's been a team that to start the year, nobody expected them to do anything. They expected mm-hmm. them to be bottom feeders, but they give effort every single night, and because of that, they stay in these games. That's why uh, I forgot who mentioned it. Um, having the best what is it home underdog record or whatever the case mm-hmm. is, they're eleven and two home underdog. So. I think we still get that effort from them tonight. No way in hell am I laying minus seven with OKC. So I think the Jazz can win this game. I'll sprinkle a little bit on that money line. I could not talk you off, man. Maybe maybe a little little SGA popping up on the injury report or something, maybe right before the his ski light. Yeah. <laughs> ski light, uh-huh. I'd love to see that happen there, man. Yeah, like I say, everybody, the whole world is on the thunder here. The thing is going to be easy. I'm not saying that it's not going to cash, but um, I don't like to be on spots when everybody's on the on the favorite, especially road favorite as well, thinking that it's a must win. And I'm kind of with Ski there. I'm not sure that – now, obviously, I mean, you could push to make the 10 seed, but we know the thunder, man. They want draft picks, man. They want best draft picks as possible. Um, we, we'll see tonight, right? If they win both of their last games, last few, then they'll be the 10 seed. If they lose one or two and the Mavs win both, then the Mavs will get the 10 seed. So we'll see what happens tonight. I'll watch this game, maybe make some live bets or something, but uh, no bet for me pregame. But it sounds like we're all leaning towards the Jazz, plus the seven in this one. Our guy Ski is going official with the Jazz, plus the seven as the home underdog, where they are 11 and three against the spread. That's good for 78.6% as a home underdog um, this season, guys. It's a crazy stat there, man. So we're rocking, we're rolling, hoping for Ski to get some cash with this one, Jazz, plus seven i like it my brother going against the whole world in cash and i love it uh let's go over to the next game 
We're going to the streets of Phoenix in this one, guys. We have the Phoenix Suns laying 10 and a half points at the house versus the Denver Nuggets in this one. Getting back plus 10 and a half on the road. If you would like to go the money line route, the Suns are laying minus 525 on the money line as the home favorite, or you can get back plus 405 on the money line with the away underdog in the Denver Nuggets in this one. Over and under sitting at 224 in this one, Josh. What are we doing in this one? We saw the Suns laying the last game versus the same team. They were up by 27 points. Then they just kind of stopped playing in that one, man. Actually, it got down to like a three or four point game as well. Looks like the Nuggets might be uh, resting their whole starting five once again in this one, Josh. They have the number one seed locked up. Suns still trying to go in the playoffs with some uh, with some chemistry as well. Josh, how are we looking at this one, my brother? Yeah, like you said, the Suns still care about this regular season right now. Not so much about results, but just getting those reps in for those starters. So you're going to get an honest effort out of them for the large majority of this game. And if that's the case, I mean, Suns first half, probably the best look. That's when you're going to get the starters playing the most minutes together, most likely. Uh, and trying to, you know, like you said, build on that chemistry, uh, understand their roles and responsibilities at both ends of the floor. So that would probably be the best look, I think, in this situation. Obviously, this number's getting pretty high now. On the whole, though, with the Denver situation and as to who's playing, if the Nuggets were, for whatever reason, going to play everyone, then, yeah, of course, you, you know, they're pretty valuable, especially at such a large, a large number. And especially after the way Mike Malone called them out for being so soft as well after that last game um, where, you know, they were pretty badly embarrassed. So uh, I have no play at all in this game. I don't think it's a game I'm going to play in any way, shape or form. Um, but just from a, a logical standpoint, a Suns first half just seems to make a lot of sense to me in terms of one lineup with a lot of continuity that's trying to build something and another team that might be meshing together something just based on whoever is available. Josh, what do you think about the under in this one? Uh, question in chat from Separate. Uh, don't want to say your name wrong. What do you think about Suns Nuggets under 224 and a half? I'd lean that way. I mean, if you look at the, the Suns defensive rating if they have that uh you know that starting four at the very least together on the floor like 100.1 or something like that it's just absolutely insane so i i do think you like i said you're going to get the honest effort out of them they should be able to slow this game down and play at their pace which as we know if chris paul's controlling pace it's never going to be an up and down affair so uh yeah that number does look a little bit higher i think i came out at 222 um but it, it's, it's always difficult to try and adjust a projection when you know you're potentially missing an entire starting five Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we know Chris Paul going to be out there with his walker um, and his cane and stuff out there. Might be on a little hover round out there. <laughs> I'm messing with y'all. Uh, Chris, they might need to rest Chris Paul for the for the playoffs. It's old, and You don't get any younger, my guy. But, Ski, what do you think about this game, my brother? Any thoughts on the side or total in this one? Yeah, I would agree. A guy who usually falls apart the more the players playoffs go go on, you probably want to make sure he's fresh. But um, I probably would agree with the take on the under – uh, if you look at the last two weeks for both of these teams, they're combined 10 and 3. And if you just look at the home row splits, it's 5 and 1. And looking at the just the two-week splits, neither one of these game, teams' games have been averaging 224. So I just think it's a little bit too high. I don't think you're going to get those starters for Denver. And Phoenix, like you said, probably just playing to get a little bit of continuity, chemistry, however you want to call it, because I don't think they can move up anywhere in the standing. So in a game where I don't think people really care too much, I'll probably lean towards less points. Yeah, that's a good look there, man. Could not talk you off the under in this game. And with the Nuggets coming off that bad game versus uh, versus the Rockets as well, who's the, I can tell you this. They have some guys coming off the bench that play hard, guys. You remember this, man. So when you have these young guys that don't have the huge contracts, they're playing for contracts, either for with this team or with another team. Guys like Peyton Watson. 
uh, Christian Braun as well, man. So they have some young guys off the bench uh, for the Nuggets that could possibly keep this game close. They did it the last game as well. We'll see if guys like Bruce Brown play in this one. The Nuggets do have the number one seed locked up. Um, but like I say, just a really tough game, especially knowing all the money's going to be on one side on the favor in this one. The guys hadn't been ruled yet, ruled out yet for the Nuggets, but we know that they're likely not going to play in this one. I could not talk you off of under. The guys off the bench that I mentioned, they're still going to play some really good defense as well. Not the best offensive guys. So this one could definitely go to under. 224 in this one, guys. But um, those are the those are the the three games that we want to talk about, guys. Now let's get to some Q and A in the chat. Uh, we have plenty of time for for questions, guys. So we already answered uh, answered one of them. First of them, our guy JG says Cleveland Magic uh, uh, under. Josh, what do you think about that one with the Cavs sitting basically everyone? Yeah, with the Cavs starting five out, it's hard to understand what the pace of this game is going to be. Um, you know, those guys got to try and push a little bit more. Um, you know, you can't rely on their defense anywhere near as well. But at the same time, with their last meeting that did go over, you know, the Cavs shot 50% from three or the Magic shot 45% from three. Those numbers are going to come down in pretty drastic fashion as well. So uh, I think there's a fair argument to be had for the under. It's just difficult to kind of uh, project the pace here. But yeah, the shooting splits from both sides should come down pretty notably from what it was a couple of days ago. Yeah, no, that's a good point there. You know, Donovan Mitchell went off for 40-some points. Guy was going bonkers. But it was just crazy. I saw it come up yesterday. Donovan Mitchell out. Darius Garland out. Jared Allen. Uh, Evan Mobis as well. Maybe Robert Lopez going for a triple-double in this. Come on, man. Get up out of here. Maybe look at some Rubio assists or something like that. Ski, what do you think about the uh, Cavs magic under the total here with all those guys missing uh, on the Cavs side? Oh, honesty, 100% honesty. I have zero interest in this game. Uh, it's not, I don't feel like it's handicapping when you're betting on games where the entire starting lineup is out. Like, I don't want to be thinking about what I expect the entire bench to do for 48 minutes. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to play that game. I feel like you should save your money. This is not even an NBA game, man. This, I, don't even, I don't have anything good to say about it, so I'm just not even going to say anything. But, yeah, I couldn't talk you off the under there, JG, but um, you're playing with fire betting these type of games. You never know what's going to happen. Magic already been eliminated as well. We're not sure if we're going to get their best defensive effort. They have a game tomorrow as well versus the Brooklyn Nets um, as well, man. So, um Sorry, guys. No, we want no parts of this game. Uh, next question. Our guy Jeffrey in the chat. Collins revenge game. Uh, LOL double double. My guy, you got to be a little bit more specific. I, I think I know you're talking about maybe Zach Collins yeah, for Zach the Collins. Uh, Spurs in that one. Which is like, come on, my brother, just put the whole name in there. But uh, Josh, what do you think? Zach Collins double double is it live tonight for the Spurs? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's live. I don't know. Like I said, if you look at who's on Portland's roster tonight and who's in the rotations. You, he very well might do. Um, I'm, I, look, I, I'm not going to tell you to bet it, but I'd say, yeah, you could probably argue there's some good value there. I, I haven't seen what the uh, what the price is there, but as long as he's getting the minutes against that team, the pace will be there. So, yeah, possibly. Got you. Got you. What you think, uh, Ski? What, should we look at Zach, Coll- Zach Collins, double-double, or any props for him tonight going up against the Blazers? Yeah, since there's no more um, Jakob Curto over there, I feel like he's been – know a little bit better and i'm always up for the revenge games versus your old team so mm-hmm. maybe points plus rebounds if not double double i don't have anything against collins revenge game tonight yeah i'd like to see what that said if it's some plus money i couldn't talk you off that um as well i could not talk you off that man our next question in the chat from our guy foos in the chat do you think 76ers have motivation to win tonight because if they win it basically guarantees they play the nets in the first round rather than the heat josh what do you think about that yeah, question. I don't know if they're looking. Yeah, it is a good question. Uh, I don't know how, how much they'd be looking into something like that. I think that at the end of the day, 
they should feel confident beating either of those teams in five, six games, just given the way the Heat have been traveling so far. Yeah, man, that's a good question. I haven't given that any thought at all. Any thought at all. But uh, The scenarios get crazy towards the end of the season, but I feel like if yeah. you can nail them, you can really find some good spots there, Josh. So let me get this straight. So if the Heat lose um, tonight, or if the Heat win tonight, then they're uh, they get the six seed or or what? Like, they're still live to get the six seed, so they won't they won't get it. But there's still a possibility that they could get it if they win their next two games. And I think the Nets, yeah, uh, the Nets would have to lose both their yeah. games as well. Yeah, it's, but it's the Nets have in, the Magic tomorrow. They're not losing to the Magic tomorrow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I think the Heat will be in the play-in. So I think the Nets uh, own they control their own destiny as far as getting the six seed. Yeah. I do think the Sixers want the Nets in the first round. It is a little bit easier. You know what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Then the, it, it's neither one will be easy, but it's definitely a, bit, a little bit um, easier than the Heat, in my opinion. Ski, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think the Sixers will try to win tonight to slip, to make sure that uh, the Heat won't get the six seed? I don't know that I you know care too much about if I play the Nets or the Heat. I, I think you know the Heat aren't that good. He haven't been playing that good, and I wouldn't fear the Nets either. So I don't think they're ducking anybody or prefer to play either one. I think they can beat either one. No, nah, that's a fact there. That's a fact there, my guy. But our guy, the next chess, next question in the chat says, Josh, would you play Spurs? My, come on, my brother. Uh, my guy, Josh's official play is on the Spurs minus four. I, I don't want to be disrespectful, my brother, but Josh's official play is on Spurs minus four. Um, so that means that he would still play it. Josh, any thoughts? Yeah, we, we we touched through it. So if you if you want to watch it back after, uh, four is a cutoff for me. I think you know it, it's fine at that point. Right there with you, my brother. What do you think, Ski? Is Spurs still good? <laughs> Ski, Ski doesn't care. I ain't gonna even waste the time. <laughs> hey, you know, Jay, <laughs> you know. Pretty no. I'm like, oh, I look at Ski. All right, we ain't gonna even hold this question for him, man. Uh, next question up: Heat Sixers under over two nineteen and a half. Ski, what do you think about this under here? Um. Well, the Heat at least have something to play for. Um, so in games like that, I want to lean towards the under. I'm going to be honest, man. Today, I just didn't really like a whole lot of these games. The games that were not on our schedule, I just threw them out. So all these extra questions about the other two games, I don't have a lot of opinions. This is a game where I don't think you should be getting involved in too many games. I'm right there with you. See, I know a lot of people out there like to make money. They need to make money, all that good stuff. But um, this isn't the best slate on the NBA. We, we're professionals. We do this for a living. We'll tell you right off the bat. See what I'm saying? We have some we love. We'll let you know. But um, this isn't the best card. It might be a good day to keep your money in your pocket, to be honest with you, Josh. Any thoughts on Heat Sixers under before we get out of here? Nah, I think I'm on market with projections. But, I mean, if you've been watching the Heat lately, their defense is terrible. It's not what it normally would be and what you'd expect from them. I think since the All-Star break, I was reading, they have the same defensive rating as the Dallas Mavericks. So that kind of shows you how much they've fallen off at that end of the floor. Uh, the Sixers, we know, at home offensively, they can put up pretty decent numbers, even if the, even if the pace is really slow in this game. So I wouldn't want to bet an under in this game at all. I'm right there with you, my guy. Uh, the totals and the sides are going to be pretty crazy here for the next uh, three or four days, guys. A uh, lot of sketchy motivation. Teams not trying to get injured as well. So you have teams that's motivated. You have other teams that's going to make the playoffs. They don't want to risk injury. You see what I'm saying? So um, it takes a lot of effort to play defense. That's why a lot of people don't like playing defense. Um, and you could also get injured as well playing some defense, guys. So um, those, are, those are the questions. So some great questions in the chat, man. One of our top three great games. Now it's time to recap our best bets um, in this one guys 
Our guy Josh is rocking with the Spurs, minus four. Oh, and there went Mr. Torres. Josh likes Spurs, minus four. Nothing for me today. I'm keeping my money in my pocket today. Uh, we'll have something tomorrow for sure, my guys. And our guy Ski is fading the whole world in this one, taking the Jazz plus a seven. I hope you cash, my brother. I love these type of spots. I love when you go against the whole world and cash, man. It just makes it feel a whole lot better in that one, guys. But that's the show, man. I'm your host, Jay Money. That's for our guy Josh, for our guy Ski Profit as well. We love to do the show for you guys, man. Love the questions. All that good stuff. We will be back tomorrow. We're here Monday through Friday, breaking you guys down with our best bets, man. If you'd like to go uh, bet over there at BetUS Sportsbook as well, you can get 125% sign-up bonus up to 2500 bucks. I could not talk you off that, guys. Hit the like button on Twitter. Uh, uh, you can hit the like button on YouTube. All that good stuff, man. We're out. We're back tomorrow, man. It's cash. Everybody have a good day.